Welcome to Every Believer Confident, hosted by Dr. Mark Farnham, where we explore in seven minutes or less how to effectively share and defend your faith. This is apologetics for the average Christian, with ideas and practical principles that can help you this week as you engage unbelievers with the good news of the gospel. Let's go get some confidence. Welcome back to the Every Believer Confident Podcast. This is Mark Farnham, the founder and director of Apologetics for the Church, a local church training ministry that helps ordinary Christians gain confidence that they can defend and share their faith effectively with unbelievers. Well, if you listened to the last episode, you heard my first ever encounter with unbelievers as I was learning apologetics and the powerful impact that that had on me that this approach really works. Well, today we want to pick up and notice that this approach of recognizing that the unbeliever has suppressed the truth of God and has constructed opposition to God in his hearts, and the Christian response ought to be to seek to dismantle their unbelief as we present the truth of the gospel. I have found that this genuinely reduces the nervousness and the fear when I encounter unbelievers that I can recognize they're suppressing the truth, and I can ask simple questions to reveal how they're doing that so I can begin to share the truth. So I want to mention that in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 3 through 5, the Apostle Paul explains that the battles that we fight are not physical but spiritual battles. As a result, the weapons we use are not swords or guns, but rather truth and ideas. Let me read that passage to you. Paul says in verse 3, For though we walk in the flesh, we are not waging war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. We destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and take every thought captive To obey Christ. Notice the imagery Paul uses in this passage. It is an image of spiritual battle. In the ancient world, cities were surrounded by high, thick walls, and the walls were the first line of defense. Inside the walls, however, was a stronghold where the city stored supplies to outlast a siege. The stronghold was also a place to which the city leaders could retreat if the walls were breached until help could arrive. If the stronghold was brought down or breached, all was lost and those inside had to surrender to survive. This is the word picture Paul uses to describe the tactic Christians should use when interacting with unbelievers. We should try to discern the authority on which the unbeliever relies. For some people, the authority is human reason. For others, science. Other authorities on which people rely include religion, a particular philosopher, their parents, or their own experience. On whatever authority the unbeliever bases his ideas and values, that's the stronghold in his life. In other words, when I'm talking with someone, before I begin to present the gospel, I want to find out what they believe. And the reason I do that is so as I begin to share Christ, I can target the truth toward what they believe and seek to bring down their confidence in their beliefs. I remember one time I failed to do this. I was talking to a woman in the library years ago when my kids were small and my kids were playing with her kids. And I just kind of launched into the gospel burp, telling her about the gospel, hadn't even really asked who she was or what her name was or 
uh, anything about her, and I shared the whole gospel from the New Testament, from the Romans Road. And as I finished, I said to her, does that make sense to you? And she just looked at me, and she said, well, actually, I'm Jewish. Uh, so those things don't apply to me, at least in her mind. She thought that. And I thought, oh, if I had just taken the time to talk with her and find out what she believed, I could have perhaps shared scriptures from the Old Testament that she would have been more accepting of in order to reach her with the gospel. So the point is that everyone you talk to has built up a stronghold of belief block by block uh, in their life, and they do that by suppressing the truth, as we talked about in earlier episodes. And everything they encounter that helps them resist the truth of God is another brick in the wall of opposition to God. And we should come along as Christians in conversation and seek to figure out what are the specific reasons they've rejected Christ and realize those are blocks in the wall of opposition to God. Our goal then is to ask questions, to challenge misconceptions, to help them see for themselves that whatever they are believing in will not provide the satisfactory answer that they are searching for. And by challenging the the bricks or the blocks in their wall of opposition to God, their stronghold, we are helping to remove those so the light of the gospel can come in. And that means if the conversation lasts two hours or two minutes, regardless of whether I see any outward symbol or outward sign that they are listening or changing their minds, my job is to do as much as I can in the opportunity that God has given to me. And then to simply trust the Holy Spirit that he can use the words that I have said later on to undermine their confidence in the authority in which they trust. And for me, this has made witnessing and speaking to unbelievers so much less pressurized. I don't have to lead them to Christ right then and there. I can simply go as far as they'll allow me to go in conversation and do whatever I can to tear down the strongholds of unbelief in their life and trust the Holy Spirit that he'll bring me back in contact with them or bring someone else into their life. And that, for me, has removed much of the fear of witnessing. In the next episode, we'll look at how we can do that more effectively and practically. May God bless you as you look for opportunities to engage unbelievers with the gospel of Christ. For more information on how you can host a practical apologetics conference at your church or to listen to past episodes, please visit apologeticsforthechurch.org.